Welcome to Time of Restoration Broadcast. We are so happy that you have tuned in and pray that something will be said to bless you, encourage your heart, lift your spirit, and increase your faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. For this is the day that the Lord hath made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in this day, a day designed for us to magnify his name, to give him thanksgiving, to bless his name. The scripture says only the redeemed of the Lord, you know, can say so. And and, and only the redeemed can really bless his name. He, he seeketh such to worship him. So this is a day that the Lord has made and I have rejoiced and I am yet rejoicing in this day. Bef uh, I will be reading uh, in your scriptures Psalms 111 and it says, Praise ye the Lord. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. The works of the Lord are great, sought out of all them that have pleasure therein. His work is honorable and glorious, and his righteousness endureth forever. He hath made his wonderful works to be remembered the Lord is gracious and full of compassion. He hath given meat unto them that fear him. He will never be mindful. He will ever be mindful of his covenant. He hath showed his people the power of his works, that he may give them the heritage of the heathen. The works of his hands are verity and judgment. All his commandments are sure. They stand fast forever and ever and are done in truth and uprightness. He sent redemption unto his people. He hath commanded his covenant forever, holy and reverent is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do his commandments. His praise endureth forever. So we thank God for this Psalms because this Psalms is telling us how we are to praise the Lord with our whole heart. In other words, we're not going to uh, give him uh, uh, just a half praise, but wholeheartedly, we're going to praise the Lord in the assembly of the upright uh, and the congregation. So that is when you gather with your sisters and brothers in church, is you're coming there for the purpose of praising and worshiping Almighty God. You know, we can talk about his works. His works are great. 
He has done great things in our lives. He has done great things for other people that we know of. And we can talk about his works. And his works are, uh, is honorable and his works are glorious. And so he says, he, he had given meat uh, to them that fear him, you know. And uh, when, when we think about the fact that he's given meat, meaning that, you know, uh, he's given food. I mean, when you, every time we read his word, we're eating his food. He's given us meat, you know. So he says he, he had given meat to them that fear him. And that fear is not a fear of being afraid, but it's a reverential fear. So those that fear him, he said, I have given meat unto them that fear him. He will never, he will, he will ever be mindful of his covenant towards us. You see, so we just thank God for that. And then he says, he hath showed the people the power of his works. <laughs> and that he may give them the heritage of the heathen. I know there's a scripture that says that the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. And um, I know during this pandemic, you know, some people were hollering blessed through this pandemic where others, you know, they were hit hard. But in some instances, the wealth of the wicked were laid up for the just. And, and it talks about the works of his hands, uh, a verity. And that word verity and judgment, it says the works of his hands are verity, meaning that his, the works of his hand are certain, established, and right. So that, that's, that's a good thing to be able to want to talk about, that the works of his hands are just and right. So we just thank God for this psalms before we go into our, continuing our teaching on um, scriptures to pray for specific needs. We will be finishing that up. Possibly uh, the next two broadcasts, we will, will be finishing that teaching. So Father God, we just thank you for the opportunity to come into your throne room, to come to your uh, throne to pray, not with timidity, but with boldness. God, we thank you because we can come in, oh God, not doubting, but come in believing that whatever we ask in your name, we shall receive it. Ah, we just thank God for that word because we, when we pray, we are believing that we're going to receive when we pray. You know, sometimes when people are praying, they want an uh, instant answer, but sometimes God will have us to wait. And, 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 and his denial is not always delay, or his delay is not always denial. So we just thank God tonight, tonight for this opportunity to be able to come into his throne room. God, we're lifting up, oh God, leaders of nations, oh God, all over the world. We're lifting up Europe, the UK, where the people are suffering with a, 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 a very bad heat. It's so hot that over 1,100 people have died from the heat. And Lord, just different things are happening, tornadoes and storms, God. People have been affected, God. We are lifting up families, people that have lost their homes, oh God. People that have lost everything, God. We are praying for those that are in the war-tone uh, uh, area, God, that they're still running for their lives, God. In the name of Jesus, God, we are praying, oh God, for leaders of all nations, God. And Lord, where wars are going on, where people are being murdered and killed, God, we are asking, oh God, that you would just move 
intervene, touch hearts of leaders, God, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we know that we know that in this earth that there are going to be sorrows, there are going to be tribulations, there are going to be pain. But Lord, let the pain that people are experiencing be uh, beneficial to someone else as they go through what they are going through. God, we are praying for President uh, Biden, uh, his his cabinet, the Supreme Court, the Congress, the Senate, Lord. We are praying for local mayors and governors, God. We are praying for pastors everywhere, Lord. I was just informed on last week that it's so many pastors in the state of Pennsylvania are just retiring, giving up their ministries. And Lord, some of them have just lost heart. You know, we are living in such an era, you know, and the pandemic didn't help the situation. So, Lord, we are praying for pastors, oh, God, that are weary. Oh, God, let them not grow weary in doing good, Lord. But in due season, they shall reap if they faint not. God, we are praying for restoration and local assembly, Lord. Lord, we thank you, God, how we had such a blessed time on last week at our evangelistic service. You came in and you met us there. And, Lord, we are praying today for the sick in hospitals. We're praying for first responders. We're praying for those that are battling COVID and all manner of diseases, God. We're praying for that one that have gotten a bad report, but Lord, let them know that God is a healer. Lord, you might've gotten a bad report today, but whose report are you going to believe? God is a healer. God is our deliverer. God is a strong tower. God, we're coming against the spirit of abortion. We're coming against the spirit of suicide and depression, loneliness, oh God. We're praying for those that have lost loved ones, God. Sustain and comfort and be with them. Oh God, we are praying for the sick everywhere and lifting up Mother Gilbert, oh God. We're praying for Sister Stewart as she takes care of her mother, Lord. We're praying for Sister Plana, Lord, that lost her husband, Lord. Take her through, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And those are all over that have lost loved ones. Lord, the mothers and the parents in Texas, oh God. Lord, they're still grieving them and will be, I'm, I'm sure, much grief. But Lord, just when they go back and see how so many hours that killer was in that building, it's just heart-wrenching. So Lord, just touch, lift the burdens, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we'll just uh, be so careful to give your name the praise, the glory. We are praying that robbers and rapists and murderers will be apprehended. God, we are come against, oh God, uh, 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 sex trafficking, Lord. That we are praying, oh God, that people will be set free, boys and girls. God, we are praying for the peace of Jerusalem. God, we are praying for our local assembly restoration. We are praying for our system pastor for the continuation of his healing, God, and for the members, oh God. And Lord, we, we thank God for our learning center. And God, we just thank you for increase. We just thank you for what you're going to do, what you have done at restoration and what you are yet to do. God, we are praying for our communities. We are praying for our neighbors and we are blessing our enemies. Oh God, this day. And Lord, we be so careful to give your name the praise, the glory belongs to you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen and amen. The scripture that I'll be going to to continue our teaching is Isaiah 55, verse 11. Isaiah 55, 
verse 11. Verse 11 says, So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. And the one thing we've been talking about is praying scriptures for specific needs and the importance of praying scripture because God will not deny himself. It says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And this is in St. John chapter 1 and verse 14, it tells us that the word became flesh and dwell among us, you know, and full of grace and truth, you know, uh, the only begotten of the Father. So we just thank God. In the beginning was the word. In the beginning, God. And when we talk about in the beginning, God, God is a word in Hebrew that's plural. And that plural word is called Elohim. And so it's plural because it's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. So in the beginning, God created. And everything that was that was created, Jesus was then, was there at the same time. So we just thank God that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So tonight, we're going to be reading scriptures because I know uh, in last week I was talking about job problems. I think I had prayed and had shared my experience on my job, how the Lord had me praying for the people that were so contrary and so annoying, but the Lord had me to intercede for them where they did not change, but the Lord changed me. And so, and yet the Lord had another plan for my life. So tonight we're going to be praying prayers for marital problems. There are so many marital issues, you know, that people experience, you know. Um, sometimes, you know, mates are, in, are at home, but they don't communicate. They're home, they don't communicate with each other. Only if they just need an answer for something, they'll talk to the other spouse. So many things be going on. Sometimes husbands and fathers are there just in presence only, but they have no intermingling with the children or even with the wife. So we know that marriage problems, marital problems, you know, will come and because the one thing the devil hates are marriages. And we know God put marriages together, man and woman. He put them together. So Jeremiah 20, 32, 27 says, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? So I just want you to know that, you know, there's nothing too hard for God. I remember in the early years of my marriage to overseer and how the Lord had said to me, Imogene, zip up and shut up. You know, sometimes you want to get the last word in, but it's, it, it's not worth it. It's not even worth it. So the Lord had me to zip up and shut up, but it took 10 years. You know, you've heard my testimony before, how the Lord prophesied us together, how was, we were prophesied together, and that my husband would be saved through my sanctification. And I stood on that word. I stood on that scripture that talks about the unbelieving 
uh, spouse can be saved by the believing spouse and how I treated him with love, how I served him, you know, when he was a weekend alcoholic, I was serving him uh, in bed on weekends, you know, and just, you know, showing him love. And 10 years later, you know, the rest was history. The Lord saved him. Six years after that, he was called into ministry and the rest is history. But there's nothing too hard for God. Don't give up on your marriage. Trust God. You know, the same thing that you had to go through while you were recording, just ask the Lord, just, just to stir up the love for your spouse. You know, uh, just ask the Lord to give you the love that you had in the beginning. You know, um, one thing I think all uh, married people need to know, no woman or no man can fulfill every need that you have. They can't do it. They cannot do it. You know, the only person that can fulfill every need for you is Christ Jesus. You know, and sometimes we have such expectations from our spouse. And a lot of times we have expectations that they're not even aware of. That's why communication is so important that you talk about the things that you might need or you want from your spouse. You know, sometimes, you know, the Bible says we have not because we ask not. But if you can talk to each other and let each other know what you want, you know, or maybe just talk to each other about the things that you dislike, you know, you can talk about all kinds of things, you know. So Psalms 127.1 says, unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. And Luke 137 says, For with God, nothing will be impossible. Isaiah 32, verses 17 and 18. It says, the work of righteousness will be peace, and the effect of righteousness, quietness, and assurance forever. My people will dwell in a peaceful habitation, in secure dwellings, and in quiet resting places. I tell you, that's a good prayer to pray when you can see the devil at work and trying to stir up an argument, you know, and, and with one spouse or the other. Uh, just get, go go in, into another room and read Isaiah 32, verses 17 and 18. It says, the work of righteousness will be peace and the effect of righteousness, quietness and assurance forever. My people will dwell in a peaceful habitation. And when you pray that prayer, it just says, no, no disturbance will be in this house tonight. I take authority over the spirit of the enemy that's trying to stir up strife and stir up an argument and stand on that scripture. Stand on it. And, and know that uh, God is able to do what he says he can do in his word. So we just, you know, thank God for the fact that we can pray for our spouse. Uh, 
uh, seeking employment. There are some people that are seeking employment. And years ago, you know, things are so different now. You could make sure you could go and go into different uh, jobs, go to different jobs and, and put in applications, but everything now is online pretty much. But you still need to know how to seek employment. Uh, Mark eleven twenty four says, Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. If you believe, if you believe in God for a job, know that God is able to give you that particular job and design it just for you. It's amazing. Sometimes people uh, get jobs and that require degrees. And for some reason, they get that job without a degree because of favor. See, so God can, you know, allow you to find favor when looking for employment. You know, you, you want something specifically, pray that. Pray that. And Psalms 5 and 12 says, For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous with favor. You will surround him as with a shield. And I tell you, when a person has, has found favor, they are highly blessed. Even the scripture talks about the fact that a man that finds findeth a wife, you know, he findeth a good thing and he also finds favor. You know, favor follows him, that man that finds a good wife. So favor is, is, is very good when seeking employment. You have to have faith too when you pray. Uh, Hebrews 11 verses 1 and 2, it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So even though the, you can't see the job, but you believe in that you have it. You don't see it yet. But I'm going to tell you, look, see it in the spirit realm. Just believe in the spirit realm that you have that job that you want and that you believe in God for. James 1 verses 5 and 6 says, if, any, if you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him, but let him ask in faith with no doubting. See, a double-minded person is, 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 is unstable in all of his ways. So when you're asking God and believing God for that particular job that you are seeking, you know, you have to be, you know, on point and you can't be wishy-washy in your, in your thinking and in your belief. You have to believe that that job is yours when you asked, when you prayed, and now you're waiting for the fulfillment and the manifestation of it. The next prayer is going to be salvation for a spouse. Mark eleven twenty four. therefore I say unto you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe. Again, that prayer is for a lot of various needs, specific needs. Because if you have the faith to believe that you're going to receive when you pray, you know, that's a perfect prayer for so many situations. Now, Second Peter 3 and 9 says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So 
The scripture tells us in Corinthians that that uh, unbelieving spouse can be saved by the believing spouse. That's why the Bible tells us that, okay, if if that believing uh, unbelieving spouse decides to stay with the believing spouse, let them remain together. And then that one that's saved can draw the one that's unsaved. And that is exactly what the Lord allowed to happen with me and overseer. And you all have heard the story before how we were prophesied together. But I prayed and I fasted for him. You know, it took 10 years, but the manifestation, manifestation of that prophecy was fulfilled. So you pray for your spouse, you know, believe in God, you know. Uh, a lot of times you don't have to always be so concerned about talking to them all the time about the Lord. Sometimes you can turn them off, but you can talk to Jesus, you know, about them, you see, and then let the Holy Spirit do the job. Uh, the next is wisdom and guidance and the next scriptures will be praying for wisdom and guidance James 1 5 and 6 says if any of you lack wisdom let him ask of God who gives to all he gives to all liberally and without reproach and it will be given to him and John 10, 27 says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Psalms 37, 23, The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Psalms 32 and 8, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye. So we just thank God for this lesson and how we can pray specific scriptures for specific needs. The words that's coming out of the word that came out of God's mouth is just as powerful as it coming out of your mouth as a believer when you pray those scriptures. So tonight, if you're out there and you would like to accept Jesus as your personal savior, pray this prayer with me. Father God, I confess that I am a sinner in need of a Savior. Jesus, I believe that you died, that I may be saved. Jesus, wash me with your blood, sanctify me, purify me, justify me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Be my Lord, my Master, and my friend. So if you prayed that prayer, tell someone, let someone know that you've accepted Jesus as your personal Savior. The best and the greatest thing you could have done was to accept Jesus as your Lord and Master. I am rejoicing with you and with you, the angels, you have, you're making heaven rejoice. Everyone out, of, out there that accepted the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior, you made heaven rejoice. Because the Bible says uh, uh, that every soul that repenteth in heaven says the angels rejoice in heaven. 
So we just thank God for each of you that prayed that prayer of salvation. And whatever you do, seize the moment to share the gospel. Don't be ashamed of the gospel because Jesus is Lord. We love you. God bless.